Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing in the sky Ladies and gentlemen of the internet Welcome once again to the podcast, Love the Graps My name's Chris, I am here with Alan Hello That's Alan, Alan's in the driver's seat right now And this is our podcast, Love the Graps, where we go to a wrestling show and then talk about the wrestling show and today we're talking about the wrestling show on our drive home uh, it is 8.01 p.m and we are driving home from Nottingham uh, where we've just been to uh, Wrestling Resurgence and their show this is Spinal Graps see do you see what they did they did they did the thing where they changed one of the words for a different word to make it about wrestling and they use that word that lots of people hate yeah so fuck those people who hate that word the Scottish wrestlers don't like it do they no they don't people like Lionheart and Golf Wang yeah all the all the animal ones really yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so second time we've been to Wrestling Resurgence yeah uh, we're, we're two and two for their Nottingham shows right uh, we're zero and however many for their Leicester shows. Le- the Leicester would be slightly more convenient, maybe, for yeah, us. Yeah, it is yeah. nearer. It is closer, yeah. Yeah. It's not in an art gallery, though. Where is it? It's part of the university. Oh. Oh. Um, in a, I think in a, in a building named after David Attenborough. What's it called? The, the Attenborough building. Oh, OK. Oh, not like, oh, the jungle man who looks at animals whore. That would be a bit weird. Yeah, it would be a weird way to describe David Attenborough. I once went to a comic convention in London that was held at a London university. And uh, all the, the, the rooms were something hall. Right. And I went to a, a, a Viz signing. And uh, some blokes turned up and went, Oh, there's that bloke. He told us, you told us that the signing was at Stuart Hall. No, it wasn't Stuart Hall. Either. Stuart Hall was a. TV presenter and yeah. later I can we talk about him now? Well I mean yeah he's not been erased from history completely no, but yeah um, but yeah he was a bad one. yeah but yeah. like the Attenborough Hall let's say that okay alright cool good fun yeah um, so we've been to the wrestling show and then we do on our podcast we uh, talk about the wrestling show um, and we like to pick out a few things that we liked and then a few things that we didn't like quite as much yeah so we're going to do that, shall we? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Before we do that, I want to give a special shout-out to John Lister, right. uh, who spent the last two weeks in Japan, Okay. and he tweaked our formula uh, because he couldn't weeks going to shows and have to find 15 lots of three things he didn't like. Yeah. So he did an at the graps and a besides the graps. Yeah. Um, well done, John. Really I think it was between the graphs. Between wasn't the graphs, it? Wasn't yeah. It? Right, yeah. But um, yeah, well done. Oh, yeah. Really so good. that was on our Facebook group. Yeah. It's worth dipping, dipping into the Facebook group just to see what John's been up to. Yeah. He's done um, sterling work, keeping us updated on his his trips around Japan. Yeah. I particularly like that one where he said he, he didn't 
receive uh, particularly good service at the place. So he only said arigato once and didn't give them a gasimus. Right, right. I right. think I quite like that. And he probably had the, they called the police on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we don't do uh, at the graps, uh, between the graps. We do love the graps yeah. and not my graps. Yeah. Pretty self-explanatory if yeah. you know what the word graps means. It means wrestling. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do some love the graps first. Yeah. We'll kick it off with some good stuff. And then what we like to do is end on a downer. Yeah. So, love the graps. Love the graps number one. Numero uno. Okay. Do you want to start at the top or work backwards? Well, let's talk about the match that that genuinely made the decision for us to come to this show. And a few people. And a, a few others, I think. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those matches that you never knew that you wanted to see. But as soon as someone put it together, you were like, of course. I, I can't think of a match I'd like to see more. Yeah. And that was Gene Money against Jimmy Havoc. Yeah. So Gene Money uh, is a popular star of good wrestling. That's true. Uh, people love to hate him there. Um, and some other places as well, but nowhere near as important as good wrestling. Um, Thank and, you. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Havoc uh, is the original Havoc death machine. Um, not that Jessica Havoc, his sister. No. Um, Jimmy Havoc. He's a, like one of the death matches, isn't he? And uh, he's the father of Son of Havoc, yeah. um, formerly of Lucha Underground. Yeah. Um, he, uh, yeah, Jimmy Havoc, one of the biggest stars in British wrestling in the past five years. Yeah. Um, Recently signed to All Elite Wrestling. Yeah, all of the elite people. Yeah. They've got all of them. Yeah. yeah all Elite. Yeah. Um, Anybody who's ever played the computer game Elite mm. is part of All Elite Wrestling. Yeah. Um, and uh, that, that'll be good for him, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what being signed to All Elite Wrestling means, really, in the grand scheme of things. Well, he was got... also signed to MLW as well. Yeah. So perhaps just working his way around. Maybe he's just signing things. Yeah. Just for a laugh. Yeah, because he was in, in TNA for a while, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, he um, did a tour for them. He's done WWE Access. Yeah. With the progress crew, yeah. So you know he's done it all. He is. He's getting getting around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Gene Money. This is one of the few times in recent memory that I've got to see Gene Money outside of good, the good auspices. Yeah, I saw him at Head Drop before yeah. Christmas. You weren't there. Um, he was very good there, but he is a star at good, um, and he he's. I don't know if it translated is the right word, but he seems to have, have just carried that on throughout, and audiences uh, all over, wherever he's going, uh, have picked up on the fact that he's very, very good to laugh at. Yeah, he is very good to laugh at. Yeah. And that's what we got tonight. Yeah. Um, he he didn't want it. He was scared. Yeah. He was scared of Jimmy Havoc. Yeah. Which I think is understandable. Yeah. He, Jimmy Havoc's won Tournament of Death. Yeah. Can you imagine... Being like in a tournament and everybody else dies except you, and not just tournament of death, the tournament of death that had the barbed wire trampoline in it. Yeah, he 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 didn't get killed by the barbed wire trampoline. No, no. like everybody's dead except Jimmy Havoc. Yeah, and um, he had to fight Gene Money. Yeah, and you know I think we can go into some spoilers. Yeah, um, but he did come up short against Gene Money. He tonight. did. Gene Money won. 
got the big um, win. So originally, it was, it was the story was that Gene was, was scared of Jimmy yeah. and was running away from Jimmy and didn't want to fight him. But he came back and uh, gave it all and hit Ainsley Lariat yeah. and took the win. It's um, weird. It's slightly weird for me seeing him as a, as an underdog hero, yeah. which he kind of was playing today. Yeah. Sympathetic. Um, not that not that Havoc was playing a bad guy particularly. No, he, he did play a bit of a dick at times. He, I mean, he did threaten to stab the ref. Yeah, but that that only endeared him more to the well, audience. Well, I mean, it did, yeah. Um, but for the most part, he was he was just a malevolent force that was bearing down on Gene Money, and it was like like the cold hand of death, and we were all like willing Gene Money to escape it. I think more than anything, um, you know, Havoc's going to do what Havoc's going to do, and we were just hoping that poor old Gene Money would survive. Yeah. But he survive, it, he did. It really worked. Um, on paper, it was the match of the night, and I think, you know, it's fair to say that in the ring, it was the match of the night. Um, just two fellas. I mean, you discovered uh, a video. Yep. Uh, from a, a BBC documentary. No, it wasn't. Was it? it was just a video. Oh, was it just made, a video? Yeah. Right. Um, of uh, Gene Money's first ever match. Yep. Um, which was a tag team match where Jimmy Havoc was on the other side. Yep. Jimmy um, Havoc and I think it was Greg Burridge. Right, yeah. yeah. Against uh, Gene Money. And what was Gene Money's name in that? Oh, I Johnny something. Johnny Divine, I Johnny think. Johnny Divine, that was it. Um, yeah. He won't thank us. Well, sure Although actually he's never got upset about me posting that video multiple times. Oh, why would he? He loves the attention. Yeah, he does. Um, so yeah, that weird little sort of... Um, kind of bookend. Yeah, I, I mean I don't know whether that was legitimately his first match or whether that was being played up for the, the, the sake of that video. Are you saying wrestling's not real? I am saying that people making documentaries about wrestling like to skew the truth. Are you calling wrestling fake? Are you Ronda Rousey? <laughs> yes. Yes, oh, I right. am. I, I yeah. had my suspicions. Rowdy, Rowdy, Rousey. <laughs> Call me. Ronda Drowsy. That's yeah. what you well, are. Well, yeah, I feel like Ronda Drowsy tonight. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about something else. Okay. I've um, had enough talk about Gene Money. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about someone else who um, usually we, we like to hate and tonight uh, we like to hate. Um, but I want to applaud him for the way that he went about that. So, uh, Spike Trevay. Trivet. Yeah, we've talked about Spike Trevay on the podcast before. Um, we're, we're big fans of uh, what he's doing. Uh, weren't always. Weren't the first time we saw him, we didn't like him, did we? Well, just always a bit perturbed by somebody who is willfully portraying a Tory. Yeah, it was a bit... I think he was a bit raw at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, we're a little further on now. Numb to it. Um, yeah, because <laughs> the world's a fucking joke at the moment. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, big fans of his. And there were two things in particular I think he did really well tonight. Um, one, which there'll be some comeback on later when we do Not My Graphs. Um, but another one, which I'll start with, was he was a perfect heel. And he was such a perfect heel that he made his opponent, which was Paul Robinson. One of the worst humans in all of wrestling. Yeah, a man with a face it is impossible not to hate. Um, he made him a likeable protagonist Yeah. Uh, that the crowd could get behind. I, I, at the start of the match, I, I didn't want to get behind Paul Robinson. 
like I've never wanted to cheer Paul Robinson. No. He's a horrible person. Yeah. Um, but a couple of minutes in, I was I was there. Yeah. And then he, he spat in Trivet's face and I was like, yeah, he, a bit he, he back couldn't there. stop being disgusted. No. And um, he did mention he was from Essex as well. Well, so yeah, that I mean, made it difficult. That, yeah. Um, but yeah, Trivet did such a good job at making Robinson a, a believable face. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then the other thing that he did really well was to remind us as the casual audience members of why it was important that he was facing Paul Robinson tonight. Yeah. So we went to the last Nottingham show, which was six months ago. Yep. And at that show, Spike Trevay debuted with a run-in, uh, where he ran in and he beat up Cara Noir, who was kind of the big baby face of Wrestling Resurgence's first few shows. if you remember rightly, we did not understand that he was the baby face. No, so there was that, but um, still. Um, so he ran in, and then they, they were going to have a match at like, the next show and, and stuff. Um, what Spike Trevay did was to come out and explain exactly what had happened between that show and this show that meant that Wrestling Resurgence management had had to go to someone like Paul Robinson to try and stop Spike Trevay. Yeah. Um, and he did it with just a short promo, um, called the promoter out by name. I like that. Right, Sam. Although at one point I did think he was slipping into a Derek Akora impression. Yeah, Sam. I mean, there's a niche reference. Yeah. Um, but I was really impressed with that and it, it made perfect sense with what followed. Yeah. Yeah, it did. And, like, I mean, we'll talk, we will get on talk about it in a little bit yeah. but we are I think typical of the audience at Wrestling Resurgence yeah. in that we've been to two shows both of them were in Nottingham yeah. so it is important that they fill those people in who haven't been to any more shows yeah, it's, it's also important um, and let's reference the main event here that you, you have those clear face and heel yeah. things. I mean, the main event, we had Jack Sexsmith against Eddie Dennis. Yeah. Um, so, Eddie Dennis, currently uh, NXT UK superstar. Yeah. Jack Sexsmith, the first wrestling resurgence champion. Um, and this is first defence. Yeah. And I, I was a little confused because, well, for two reasons. One, that um, Jack Sexsmith has kind of reinvented himself recently um, and been going around to, to different promotions um, playing a kind of a bitter, spiteful, um, ungrateful figure. Yeah. Uh, turning on his former supporters um, and being a bit nasty. And he, he wasn't doing that here. And that, that's fine, but it, it caused a little bit of cognitive dissonance when Eddie Dennis, his opponent, wasn't overtly evil. So I no. wasn't entirely sure who I was supposed to cheer well, for. I think like when you when you take a look at what Spike Trevay is doing, and then you look at what Eddie Dennis is doing, like they are worlds apart in terms of ensuring that everybody understands that you're a bad guy. Yeah. Because n nothing Spike Trevay is doing really is endearing him to the audience. No. There will be moments when you'll laugh at him and he'll say something that will be funny. That's fine, but there are times when Eddie Dennis talks in matches where it feels like he's trying to win over the audience. Yeah, it's the shades of grey 
thing. Yeah. It's the the um, the heel speaking truth to power, and that can work. I mean, it, it's worked a bit in progress. Um, well, it's worked in so much as progress are happy for the fans to do whatever they want. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't particularly work against someone like Jack Sexsmith, who, in in this particular guise of his gimmick, oh, he's not doing his new gimmick, um, is the sympathetic underdog. Yeah. And he needs something to fight against. Yeah. And if you're having someone who's not being overtly, um, overtly evil or dominating, or um, then it, it's a little difficult. Yeah. Um, so well done, Spike Gervais, for doing that. Yeah. Um, let's do a third. Okay. Love the grass. So, we touched on it very briefly. Um, the show was called This Is Spinal Graps. Yeah. Um, and as, you know, is a responsible thing to do as a journalist, I will explain the joke to you because you're not allowed to just find it funny on no, its no, own. No. Um, it is a reference to uh, This Is Spinal Tap, the uh, mockumentary... Yeah, one of the first mockumentaries. I well, reckon. certainly yeah. one of the first successful mockumentaries yeah. um, uh, about the um, British rock band Spinal Tap. Yeah. And um, we had a few little references to that today. Yeah. Um, I could have done with more. Yes, I definitely could have done with more. There was allusion to it at the beginning from the uh, the ring announcer, deeply uncool ring announcer. Yeah. So when the ring announcer goes. Let's turn it up to eleven. That's um, that's spinal tap, isn't it? There was a, there was a bit um, early on in the show. Charlie Morgan didn't look well. I think she had been taken unwell uh, <laughs> recently, and I was I was kind of hoping she'd be sick, so someone could mention that you, you can't dust for vomit. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Um, uh, the henchman yeah. came out to uh, Spinal Tap's hit song um, Big Bottoms. Yeah. Um, but in the six-man scramble, which was a fun match in itself, yep. um, disparate personalities in that, yep. and the, and a huge, huge destroyer um, from Big Grizzly onto Fake Mexican uh, Super <laughs> Santos Junior. Uh, but we had a moment at the beginning of the match with um, Santos and being a member of the constabulary deciding to check that anybody had illegal weapons yeah. um, using a uh, metal detector. Yeah. Uh, which he supplied the noise for himself. Yeah. Which I greatly appreciate. Yeah. That's how metal detectors work. Yeah. Um, and after scanning down f- um, four of his opponents, got to the OJMO, who was concealing something rather untoward. <laughs> um, again, going to completely explain the joke um, he had a tinfoil wrapped cucumber in his pants yeah um, a, uh, a reference to um, to the Spinal Tap film yeah. ha 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 is a comedy great I mean you, you haven't really explained the joke there oh, what's the joke well I mean the, the joke is that Spinal Tap as a heavy metal band want people to believe that they have large penises yeah um, I mean that's and so that I mean, usually you wear a sock down your spandex trousers, don't you? But yeah. they, they they wear they wore a, a cucumber wrapped in tinfoil. Yeah, um, I always and, and went through a metal detector at an airport. Yeah, um, 
that set off. So. I always thought that was weird. Yeah. Like, why have you gone for the cucumber wrapped in tin foil? Yeah, why is it in tin foil? Yeah. Well, I guess you don't want it to lose its freshness. Well, like, I am. Um, shall I tell the story? It's, it's a disgusting story. Oh, shit. Go on then, yeah. Right, so I, I had a girlfriend once and. Um, she lived I in a, had a girlfriend once. She lived in a house full of girls. And one of the girls said that her and her boyfriend wanted to experiment with some fruit and vegetables in, in the bedroom. Um, so they went out and bought some. Um, and it was in the fridge. Because uh, obviously you don't want it to spoil ahead of, ahead of time. And um, the, the next morning, uh, my girlfriend sort of opened the fridge and the fruit and veg was in there. And um, she said, oh, did, did you not use it? She said, oh, yeah, we did. We put it back. She said, you put it back after using it in sex games. But we used condoms. Oh. Condom-covered cucumbers and stuff. Put back in the fridge. I don't know if anyone ate them. That was my story. Yeah. That's disgusting. Um, so, yeah, that's I love the graps. Yeah. Um, let's move on to not my grabs. Okay. Um, my first not my grabs, which is an extra one that I've just added on, is that story yeah. that you just told me. I didn't. Um, I've, I've told that story before, and I'm sure it's better than that. Yeah. I'm older now. It wasn't so much that it was poorly told; it was that it was disgusting. Yeah. Um, okay, not my grabs. Wrestling edition. Yeah. Um, it was a long show, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, so. We, we were quite excited, as we always are, about a, uh, an afternoon show. Yes. We love an afternoon show. Yeah. Because it means we can get home and get to bed early because we are old men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was uh, three o'clock doors, four o'clock bell. Um, the events page on Facebook said seven o'clock finish. Yeah. Bam. Three hours. Fine. Fine. A um, little bit worrying. Eight matches. Yeah. But the first half skipped through. Uh, they got through the first half in just just over an hour. Uh, so four matches, just over I an hour. I think it was an hour and a half. I don't think so. Yeah. No, no. Okay. No. Um, and then we had a 40-minute interval. Yeah. Which is way too long. Well, I am assuming that they went deep on the Spinal Tap references. Right. And somebody got lost trying to get back to the stage. Right, yeah. Um, and that's why it was a... And that's so, why it was so, so who long. was first up? Uh, in the second half, that uh, was Spike. Spike so Spike Gervais was lost, yeah, yeah. lost backstage. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and another reason to love him for that joke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that he probably didn't even. Um, but yeah, so we ended up with a show. It ran maybe half an hour beyond. Yeah. The finish. The the, the advertised finish time. The, the advertised finish seven o'clock came uh, just before the main event started. Yeah. Um, so there were people, I mean, I, I saw at least half a dozen, uh, including one uh, friend of the show, Arn Furious. Didn't seem furious with the show, he seemed to quite enjoy it this time. Yeah, Arn Moderate. Yeah, um, he, he left at seven, presumably because he booked uh, Transport Home. And, and that's, the, that's the thing with this day and age. If you want to get a decent price on your train ticket, you often have to get a specific train. Yeah. Um, so he obviously had to leave at that point. And there were a few others who had to leave. Uh, which meant some people didn't see the main event. But regardless of that, three and a half hour show is, is a bit long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in a warm room as well. Yeah, in a concrete bunker. Yeah. As much as I like that venue, a little bit too warm. And it is 
March. Yeah, so shouldn't really be at that point just yet. Um, but yeah, just I mean, I, I've been I've been sick this week and I've been very tired um, last couple of days, and it didn't really do me any favours personally. No. The sort of long second. Well, half. I mean, luckily, we we'd only paid for enough parking up to seven o'clock. Yeah. Um, so you had to go out and feed the meter. Yeah, and got some fresh air. Yeah, yeah. so that enabled you to survive uh, the main event. And in fact, you returned to the room um, just as uh, the the music was playing for the main event. It looked like it was your theme tune. Oh, it wasn't uh, the yeah. main event, it was a six-man tag. Was it? Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, I nipped out at the end of the, the two out of three falls match finished. Yeah. And we got back in during the entrances. Um yeah, and I mean, I know it's, it's an inexact science. Yeah. Like, it's it's hard to sort of get that balance. And if something starts going wrong or something runs long, it can be very easy to sort of, for that to get out of control. Yeah, and, and to be fair, we had a little chat with Sam, the promoter, afterwards. Yeah. And he did sort of say eight matches was perhaps too many. Yeah. So, you know, it's something they were aware of, but it, it needed to be said. Yeah. Let's move on to another one. Okay. Um, so we mentioned earlier that uh, Spike Trevay did a really good job of explaining what had happened between the last Nottingham show and this show, and thus why his match was what his match was. Um, they didn't do it for any other match. Uh, so there'd been a, a couple of shows in between in Leicester. Some stuff had obviously happened, or maybe it hadn't. Maybe... Um, some matches just were what they were for absolutely no I reason. I mean, we're making some assumptions. Yeah, um, but there were things like um, Charlie Evans against Kanji was a two out of three falls match. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if there was a specific reason for that. Um, you know, if there was, we weren't told. Uh, the group of Sanitarium, um, which weren't they, they weren't a group last time that we were at Wrestling Resurgence, no. um, and so we didn't know. Uh, whether we were, I mean, I presumed we were supposed to hate them because they were kind of very heelish yeah. uh, personalities. Um, but they did get a kind of a light cheer when they came out. And they were against uh, Fleeky AF uh, and their friend Sierra Loxton. Presumably something had happened on those shows. Um, and I, I guess part of it is on us that we didn't go and do our research, but we shouldn't have to. Well, also, I think one of the things. That really needs to be highlighted here is the fact that they are running shows in different towns. Yes. Yeah. Which means that, like, it, so we've been to the two Nottingham shows. Yeah. Not for any particular reason. Not not because we're from Nottingham. We're certainly not from Nottingham. No. And actually, Leicester's going to be slightly closer for us, really. Yeah. Um, but it just so happens that we've gone to the two Nottingham shows. Now there are going to be good a good portion of the audience that are only going to go to those Nottingham shows yeah. or they're only going to go to those Leicester shows so it's incumbent on the promotion to fill the gaps in for those people like I don't think it's fair well maybe maybe not fair fair is not the right word but I don't think it's realistic to expect all of the crowd to be up to date with your stories no, purely and- based on online and it, it's, it's quite simple. You can you can do it as Spike Gervais did, or you could just have the ring announcer 
just say, you know, oh, and, and remember, Kanji and, and Charlie Evans have fought before, and so this, this is a decider. It's two out of three falls. Or Sanitarium uh, have been... Yeah, you after know, the actions of Sanitarium at the previous Leicester show, yeah, um, Fleeky AF have, have recruited Sierra Loxton to, to even up the odds. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, and, you know, I think that would have got the crowd into that. As you say, when Sanitarium came out, they got a light smattering of applause because yeah. their entrance was kind of cool. Yeah. Like, they looked the part and they had the music. Although they really should have come out come, uh, should have come out to Sanitarium by Metallica. That was a missed, missed opportunity no, there. No. Show, don't tell. You don't need, right. like... Okay. Uh, you know, not everything needs to be, like... That's, like... Going, oh yeah, in that film where they um, where they play baseball, they should have had a song that goes, yeah, we're playing baseball. Like, you don't need to do that, do you? Well, I'm waiting for the heel group on your shows to come out to Big Audio Dynamite. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. brilliant. Um, nice one. So yeah, um, the, just help us along. Yeah, a bit. just like, I, and I think actually, you know, whilst. This is like not a not my grabs, but the ring announcer today is fine. He's doing the ring announcing. Functional. Not, not really my style of ring announcer. No. Preferred style of ring but announcer. It, but it is a style. But I think he would actually benefit from doing those little bits. Yeah. Like his presentation would would lend itself to just filling the audience yeah. in. I don't know his name. No, I don't know his I'd name. I'd quite like to know his name. Yeah. You know? I know he's got nice shoes. Yeah. Although brown shoes and a blue suit. Yeah. Don't know about that. Well, that's what I wore to my friend's wedding last oh, year. Oh, well, I'm sure it was lovely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not taking fashion tips off you anyway. How dare you? Never. Never in a million years. Although you do look um, 33 in those new trainers Thank of yours. You. Thank you. That's um, you and my daughter. Yeah. Who, uh, <laughs> both believe that. Alright, let's do a final Not My Graps. Okay then. And, and this has really got nothing Go to then. do with the wrestling Go but on. that's what we do here. Um, so I and we, we're, we're putting this in for different reasons. Just No, you just go for it. You tell me why okay. it's not your graps. Uh, I'm, I want to put the art exhibit that we went to see before the show because it, it was yeah. in an art gallery this show. I want to put that in Not My Graps because it was rubbish. Yeah, very good. I'd like to put going to an art gallery with Alan Boone in Not My Graps. Um, I've never seen Alan appreciate anything. Um, and also, you didn't see the exhibition. You went in, looked at it, and decided it was rubbish. You didn't, like, spend any time in it. And I'm not saying it was great. I'm not saying I haven't got any strong opinions one way or the other. But you decided before you were going in that you weren't going to like it. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I knew exactly the kind of reaction that it was going to get from you. I like art. <laughs> but that set a low bar for what is art. The, I mean, the exhibition itself was of three different pieces. And I wholly saw one of them, partly saw another and didn't see the third. So I can judge the, the one piece that I saw in full. And that was terrible. There was another exhibition that you wouldn't let me go in and see. I think it's fair to say you don't understand it. Should you have to understand art? 
should there not be a man in a blue suit and brown shoes explaining to you <laughs> what art is? Can I just make a recommendation to all our listeners? Do not go and see art with Alan Boone. Every every art exhibition that I've ever been to, he has said that was rubbish. And they've been wildly different every single time. Wildly different. We'll have to go to the Tate Modern, mate. Oh, God, there's absolutely no way I am walking around the Tate Modern with you. I like the Rothko room. Spend oh, some time in there. Of course you like the Rothko room. Of course you do. What are you saying like that? Very safe, isn't it? <laughs> Is it? Yeah. I, want, I, I did like a piece of art that I saw at the Tate, Gallery, at Tate Modern once, which was a shed that someone had blown up, and they'd photographed the shed blowing up and then recreated the shed at one moment of its explosion. What you like, then, is is understandable effort. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, if you can believe the amount of effort that's gone into it, yeah, I think like you appreciate the craft of that. But at the um, end of the day, Chris, the real art that we saw was the wrestling. It, no. I, I, it's weird, like... I think wrestling is... It, like, it can be an art form. Like, it's an art form in that any entertainment is an art form. I just... I don't know... I was thinking about this while, while we were at the show. And, like, because they'd use... They'd, like, hashtag Art House Wrestling. Yeah. It's like, I don't feel like... And this is going to sound... This is going to sound harsh. Because it was something that we talked about loads at Wrestling Resurgence last time, wasn't it? Yeah. That, like... Because they'd done the thing before that where they did a little sort of question and answer session yeah. with the fleeky AF girls um, and I didn't feel like there was any of that today no like there was no sort of playing into the fact like what is wrestling or beyond yeah. beyond the matches what what is wrestling there was no art core match there was no art core match no, no. Um, and obviously they had all the spinal tap references so they pushed the comedy a little bit yeah um, but yeah I don't know I don't know I don't know whether part of me being the pretentious so and so that I am kind of wants somebody like Wrestling Resurgence to to sort of push the envelope on that yeah. and go like let's like what is wrestling how does it relate to art I don't know well, it's a work in progress yeah well absolutely it's an absolutely. ongoing uh, piece of work yeah um, and who knows what they'll, they'll do next who knows I just hope when they do it they told us what, what how we got there yeah well who knows what we'll do next because it's been quite a while since we did a podcast yeah 30 days yeah we, um, I'm sorry about that but we've got very busy lives yeah um, Chris is doing his improvs uh, yeah not something I've talked about on the podcast before no I'm not exactly sure if I'm glad that you've brought it up just oh, now Chris, Chris is an improv um, me yeah I'm the um, Canadian one yeah um, and I'm a politics man I've been very busy in politics yeah he's um he's do you know Theresa May yeah he's a, a body double yeah um simple so just watch out just watch Simples. out for it yeah yeah um so yeah we've been very busy we we really need to try and work out a way that we can do more stuff yeah because we're not going to be at so many shows. I mean, that's assuming you, you people listening want more stuff. 
stuff. Yeah, I mean, I nobody mean, we arrogantly believe that you do. Well, we're just speaking into the void now, aren't we? Yeah. Um, but we will be back. Um, we'll certainly be back in the middle of March. Yeah. Um, we've got a couple of shows. Um, and you're at a show next weekend, I so am. maybe we'll try and do something after that. Yeah, you, you can have, you can interview me about yeah. the show that I went to. Yeah, if we can schedule yeah. it, if we can get the schedule sorted, yeah. we can do that. And then, uh, yeah, the week after that, we've got a couple of shows. And then the week after that, wrestling's coming to us. Wrestling's coming home, like yeah. Skinner and Bedeal. So if you're coming to Northampton for the RevPro show, give us a shout. We'll take you to the Garibaldi. Oh, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll do something. Yeah. I mean, I'm not happy about it. Alan posited this earlier. And I was like, oh, I don't want to hang around with wrestling fans. Because none of them recommend Northampton-based wrestling to me. Yeah, I'm the Northampton man. Yeah. Um, but that's it. Yeah. That's it. Thanks for listening. Um, do go on the Facebook group and check out what John Lister's been up to, because that's the most interesting thing going on on there. Um, but also, let us know where you've been. Um, everybody loves doing a bit of a LTG, NMG yep. on there. Your threes and your threes. Yeah. Um, and join in. And until next time, it is 8.37. That seems like a reasonable time for me to go to bed. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the hills that we climbed, where the seasons are behind. All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the world that we keep, where the starfish on the beach.